Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, Ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. This is a legit product. The key ingredient is testophen, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text BODY to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Nugenics samples are not available in stores, so text BODY to 42424 right now. Text B-O-D-Y to 42424. That's BODY to 424. All right. There we go. Welcome to my show. Your host, Mystic Man, aka Sean, aka Rupert Pumpkin, aka Kahuna of Kapuhuna. Thank you, and welcome. Kapuhuna, 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 The topic of today would be irony. The, the road less traveled, um, projection being a mother something, which I will let you know what that something is because this show is explicit and I do like it that way I don't think expressions should be limited of course yeah you know mind you uh, uh, you know around around um, kids yeah of course you know we shouldn't be cussing around kids that's all bad but um, when it comes to vernacular I think expressions should be expressed. Otherwise, it kind of loses its meaning, right? Anything. You know, and we shouldn't limit our expressed meanings. We shouldn't limit our ability to express something, especially if we hope to be understood. Then it becomes kind of um, counterproductive, a... Eh? But yes, you know, um, things can be tough in life. It's like the evil in others and the, the darkness, it wants you to fail. And it will come at you. And the more you try to, you know, uh, to be good more hardcore things get. It's kind of like leveling up in a video game or something, you know. But it's a thing about authenticity, I guess. Uh, it's because it's, it really comes down to, like, if you know what's wrong, because, like, you know, you've been there already, like, then you don't want to do what's wrong anymore, right? You know, you've already learned your lesson there. You don't go and do it again. Of course, it can be hard. 
and I leave that window open for the future and possibly near future because I don't know there's somebody I don't even know I might just fail myself but I'm trying to keep strong I got good friends and and they got my back they they tell me what's up and then they're right they're right see it doesn't matter doesn't matter other people will be all up on their shit whatever but I'll uh, I'll get more into that in a bit but like usually um, why don't we start off with some music Virginia to introduce them to simple things like rolling hills, walks in the forest, warm campfires, and we hold on to that feeling for as long as we can. Find your version of heaven this fall at wvtourism.com.
here. The Mystic Man. Coming to you live. If you're catching it live, that is. I want to start off with a story just to show a little bit of uh, vulnerability and experience, really. A couple years back, I'd say it seems like it would be about five years back, I got into a long-distance relationship. I was not a good person at all at all yeah no I uh, well she cheated on me in the beginning I tried to forgive her and uh, you know when I came back over to California well I was all about the drug life and I'd get all paranoid that she'd cheat on me again. And I kept on accusing her. It was really horrible because I didn't see. See, what was really going on, and I, I only saw it after I was able to humble myself to see my wrong, my wrongdoing. You see, that's the thing about wisdom, is wisdom only comes from within. It comes from looking at yourself. It comes from seeing your mistakes. If you can't see those mistakes, then you don't grow wise from it. This is universal. But what I saw was that it was projection. I was projecting my, my own shames. You see, I was, I was ashamed that I was doing drugs and not telling her. <clears throat> and I gave myself excuses, reasonings, right? And, you know, things like, oh, well, she cheated on me. Oh, she probably still is cheating on me, yada, yada. And I projected that. And you see, that's the thing about insecurities, right? See, the thing is, is that they could even be, you could even be writing them, you know? It was a, a month of me uh, paranoid before she never told me that she had cheated on me, you know? So my gut was kind of right, but at the same time, Afterwards, she hadn't, you know, she didn't cheat on me, you know, but my projection enforced that belief. And you know why? There's a fallacy when it comes to us as humans is that we always believe that we are the most righteous people. Each of us. Isn't that funny? Each of us thinks that we're the most righteous person. Now, I would, I would go to say that that's, um, I, I read it in a, a, a blog. I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you the link some other time. 
after I'm done with this episode. I'll, I'll put it down in the uh, in the comments. Psychology Today, I believe it was. But basically, we have this inherent flaw where in our egos, we believe we're the most righteous. But that's the thing. That's right. If you separate the ego from it, and you're able to humble yourself, then you're able to see, actually, that's not true. See, the thing is, is that when you're thinking that in your ego state, you think certain things like, like, for instance, if you're faced with a decision, right, and the action is not a good one, you know, there's the excuse, oh, well, anybody would do the same thing, which is not true. It's not true. Some people would do better. If it's an evil or, or, or you know, uh, wrong action, there's people that would do better. That's just a fact. You know? I'll tell uh, exactly what's going on. Not exactly, because I'm going to keep it more classier than what's happening to me just as a example so I won't give any names which is a lot better and more of character unless of course you're listening and you've already uh, heard from her which is a funny thing right so here's how it goes while back, not too long ago, maybe like a couple months. Yeah, you know, and then uh, months before that. Well, I had a, a business partner, right? Now, time and time again, she would make uh, sexual advances towards me. And I always turned her down. And I always said, let's keep it more professional. That's just the thing, too, is that, you know, obviously that would piss somebody off if they wouldn't give up, if they wouldn't stop, right? Pissed her off. But, of course, she wouldn't say it, right? Because how do you say that? Of course, it would show through time and time again. Us and our human immaturity of emotions and our immaturity of expressing them, right? I, uh... Well, yeah, you know, time and time again, well... I don't want to get too descriptive, but let's just say I was done. I was done with the BS and the fakeness. And it was funny because when I did and said that, she came around saying, oh, well, you know what, if you've been, you know, Feeling any hint of this or that? Well, guess what? You're right. Basically admitting that she was 
behind the scenes being a snake ass motherfucker. You know, funny, right? You know, that funny. Well, you know, we cut ties. I thought we did, right? Not long ago, the bitch started going all ape shit dummy on me. Hella trying to make a scene, trying to get attention. Yeah, well, you know me. I got a quick temper. (laughs) I do. I got a quick temper. And I don't claim to be a saint. But I'm smart enough to know the shit. In any case, yeah. I cut it down too. You know what, motherfucker? I'm not fucking ashamed. I would fucking publish our entire chat history. And I fucking would. If that bitch keeps going on, I will fucking publish that shit. Because I'm not ashamed of a damn thing I had said to her at all. Ever. But she got a lot of shame. And she does not want me to publish that shit. At all. So that's kind of ironic, you know. Now, I'm not saying that I gotta fucking publish the pictures too. But just the words, even. Just the words. See, it's ironic, you know. The irony is, like, I remember, uh, you see, I didn't even have hate for her after we first stopped talking. I, I, uh, I, I went, I put the convo on ignore. This is on Facebook Messenger. And I didn't even unfriend her, you know. I just unfollowed her. And then, you know, it's, I, I see, like, uh, well, I unfollowed her after fucking, I seen, like, she started posting all this shit, like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, if anybody, you know, here's anybody talking shit about me. And it's funny, it's like, I wasn't even talking shit about her. I never fucking talked shit about her, ever. But she was all paranoid about that. And it's funny. Because it's, it's irony. Irony is the face of God, right? And that's how projection works. She was afraid because she herself was guilty in that. And it it just goes to show, you know, that's how it works. Is that we have those things. We have those sorts of emotions and those emotional projections. When we're the ones, you know. So the thing is that... The higher ground would be to not even blame her. Now, I do blame her. (laughs) And I'm fucking struggling to not. And I do judge her. And I'm struggling to not. But regardless of whether I, I do it or don't, that does not mean that the thing is not true. I might fail in a thing, but hypocrisy does not nullify a point. It just goes to show it even more. That this shit's a road less traveled for a reason. It's fucking hard. It's really hard. It's really hard not to snoop down to that level. It's really hard not to... 
Well, you know, because evil wants you to be that way. Evil wants you to be like like it, like them. And weakness cannot see themselves as weak. You know, because the excuses. I think the best thing to do, really, is to try to have heroes that you look up to, you know. Because if you can keep a steady, like, um, admiration for others, then you stay humble yourself. And it doesn't have to come to those kind of petty games. It doesn't. Now, I'm being very, very forgiving, I will will say, yeah. Be forgiving. Because I could just spend an hour blasting, blasting. But I don't even name drop I could. Lord knows I want to, but well, then I just—I'd be just as weak. I'd be just as as uh, ugly in character, you know. See, that's the thing: is that there are no excuses. We give ourselves all the excuses in the world, you know. But the thing is, is that it's always a choice. It can be tough, yeah. You know, the the riliness builds up in you. See, the thing is, is that when you're able to empathize with anybody, you can see where the thing is coming from. And I understand that all that voice that she's trying to give is actually just the projection it's like an echo it's echoing from her ex-husband that I don't even know if it's ex-husband you know I believe it's ex-husband you know very abusive and very uh, aggressive towards her it says a lot of twisted evil shit and so you know if uh, since she has such a hard time forgiving him she harbors those voices and holds on to those voices it makes it easy for her to give it back to other people for any damn reason which sucks it sucks it's gonna suck for me I don't want to. I don't want to fucking. I don't want to fucking go into that shit. I don't want to fucking snoop down to that level. I don't want to fucking get into it. Cause I could. I could. You know. I got a short temper, and fucking, that's always been my downfall. But but I aim. I aim to be better than that. Better than I used to be, at least. And then, 
in the future better than I am now. I think the aim is important. We should aim. All of us should aim. Because the thing is, is like it, it is. It's easy to fall. You could totally picture it as like demons, like you know, they have the whole mockery sense to them, right? What is the voice of like demons? It would be mockery. Um, the whole like uh, uh, laughter or enjoying of the suffering of others. That's horrible, right? You know, it's uh, yeah, it's demonic. And that's the thing too to remember is that I I think it was. Uh, <laughs> Who was that Swami? Uh, uh, I can't remember his name. It's like Sadhguru or something. I don't know. But he put it a really good way. He said it like this. He said, um, there are no good or bad people. We're all balancing in between in every moment. Every single moment. From the incarcerated person, you know, I was doing life or uh, homicide or whatever, you know, and then uh, to the Pope, right? And every moment you're balancing between, and there's always things that might come through to your mind or might come through in scenario, generally both. And there's choices. And from the Pope to the incarcerated person. In every moment, it's a choice. And we can have the excuses all we want, the reasonings and the... um, Justification. That's a funny word. Justification, right? As if the uh, just if anything justified by our egos is ever really justice, right? See, the word justice is to be just in Hawaii. You have pono, 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 right? You might have heard it from Ho'oponopono. That's that's righteousness. But, you know, nowadays, righteousness has this funny tone to it. Like, we look at righteousness as though it's a negative thing because we blindly associate it with the um, the accusation that, that somebody's being all righteous, you know, right? You know? But actually, righteousness just means to take the action that's right to do. (laughs) To be just, you know. And it's really a whole twisted thing that we have in society these days. Because you can see it. You can see it in the actions all around, you know. If a thing is done... 
and it doesn't have to be. I want to say it like that, because it is right to defend yourself. But you better make damn sure you're fucking defending yourself. Because look at this bitch. This bitch is trying to fucking attack me because her own insecurity is fucking assuming that I'm talking shit because she was talking shit to begin with. Like, what is that fucking evil, dumb shit? Fuck that shit and fuck her. This fucking stupid. Don't be like that. Don't do that shit. If you have a question about something, confront. Confront. And try to be a little bit moral about it, you know? Because you could be fucking wrong. There's nothing more twisted or evil than punishing the innocent. And see, that's the thing about motherfuckers that do that shit, right? That they have it so twisted in their head that they're not. That it's impossible for them to look to see. Because that whole ego, pride shit, you know. Going to say, oh, no, I know. (laughs) Which is funny. It's like, uh, because it's always projection. It's always projection. The thing that is the blame is their own guilt. I will say, unless, of course, they have substantial evidence that does not also portray them as that, you know, that does not also uh, incriminate them as a, you know, which is why I say I do not mind publishing the whole chat. I mean, if anything, it frees me of fucking any of her bullshit that she fucking... You know, I'm sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to get all into that. Let's keep this more practical. So the emotions it, it runs over us, and we all have them. And it can be really hard not to fall into the blindness, the blindness of wrath and attack and hate and spite, and um, really all those ugly emotions, you know. And I don't want to sound ugly to you as a listener. And I do not want to um, inspire those ugly emotions to other people because they're not inspiring. They're not worthy of inspiring. But it's important to know the dynamics. Projection. Let's look at Adam, right? Adam ate the fruit. Now, in the eating of the fruit, automatically, right there, he's claiming to himself the belief that God lied to him, that God's word was not trustworthy. God said, don't do it, (laughs) you know. And he disobeyed, and in disobeying, that's saying God's word wasn't, you know, to be trusted. Well, after he did it, what did he do? Covered himself up in shame. 
Now, the Bible says it a certain way. I want to introduce a a theory, my own. Okay, now it's not exactly. I'm not going against the Bible. I'm I'm just uh, bringing us to empathize with Adam. Right? You see, as as Adam's full of shame, the act of covering himself is automatically assuming the judgment upon him, right? Otherwise, why would he cover himself? So in doing it, he's assuming the judgment towards him, right? And then, of course, well, God comes and, you know, uh, let's just... Let's let's not get into the whole details because there's more than this than that. And um certain parts that I kinda I kinda do disagree with. And I don't I believe those things did happen. But I don't believe it's logical to assume that God judged. I don't believe that. God cannot be a judgmental God. I don't believe that, you know, and I believe that a lot of the things were us projecting and blaming God throughout the Bible. You see, if God is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent, well, you, you cannot be all understanding if you're judgmental, because as soon as you're judgmental, you lack empathy. You're not empathizing with somebody. Now, let's say God was judging you. But I empathize with you. Since empathy creates the understanding of something, that would mean, logically, that I would be more understanding of you than God, which is impossible. So therefore, God is all empathizing. If God is all understanding, then he cannot, there, there would be no judgment or blame or accusation. There would just be love, unconditional love. And that's, that should be common sense, right? Because that's what we know God as, is that God is that unconditional love. God is love. It's the same way in, um, in the story of Cain and Abel. I don't believe that God favored Abel's gift, sacrifice. You know, I believe that Cain was insecure, and he thought... He saw that God favored Abel's gift over his because he was insecure. Now, when a person's insecure, they literally have trouble seeing the thing, you know, that that that, that goes against that. You know, a, a person that doesn't believe that they're loved has trouble seeing the love that people have for him, right? So I believe that he saw. And believed a lie. He killed Abel because of the illusion. And he ran away just like his father. In shame. And this is elemental. This is a thing we 
do as humans. You know, people do it all the time. Because when we sin in any way, we have trouble seeing that we're wrong in it. You know, we, we give ourselves the excuses and the reasonings of how we're right in there. And we want to believe it because then we can more easily uh, forgive ourselves without having to feel the shame. I believe that this is the thing about narcissism. You see, when we talk about narcissism, narcissisms, there's a few things to them. First part is that they're uh, self-idolizing and worship themselves, right? Which means that they're incapable of feeling shame towards themselves or or ashamed for things, right? You know, incapable of, um, of of humbling themselves. Now, I use that term narcissism in a very very uh, strict way because I think it's thrown around a lot today, and. And um, I want to remind everybody that this is a mental disorder. And a lot of times we call people this word without giving respect to to the fact that a lot of times these people aren't even narcissists. They're just stupid or assholes. And... Uh, you know, I mean, um, sure, you know, I mean, I think if a person gets too far or goes too far, you know, by all means, use the word, whatever. You know, but still at the same time, uh, you don't want to witch, witch hunt, you know, you don't. Because a lot of times, it's really, um, it's a childish game, right, you know, the name calling thing. You don't want to go and start spitting shit to try to, uh, you know, to try to uh, sully somebody's image. Because that in itself is evil, which is why I'm not doing that and why I'm not fucking sullying anybody's name. I could, but. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold that towards like a like if I have to in self defense to clarify my own name and throw that bitch under the bus <laughs> because fucking ain't you know if anybody's gonna get thrown under the bus for their own fucking jealousy and fucking perversion it's gonna be that bitch. But I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that today. And I'm going to try not to do that at all. Which is a lot better than some people. But I encourage everyone to try. We should all try. It's not about this childish games like uh, high school dramas, you know. 
Everybody's trying to live their lives and everybody's trying to get along. It's really only uh, when we believe that anybody else would do a thing that we ourselves go and do it. So if you're listening, I hope you, you hear and understand and see right now. At least I am not. I might have to. <laughs> I might. But I'm going to try my best not to. And I think that's a huge thing, too, is that we come to these roads. We could. It's like a test. I wish things got easier. I really do. I wish things got easier for me, at least. And um, one of my coaches, uh, awesome person, life coach, and maybe um, maybe I'll, I'll be able to get her on the show sometime. But she says it does get easier, so. I'm going to have faith that she's right. I think the greatest thing that we could provide for others is to be able to make things easier for them. I mean, if anything... By me not being the ugliness that person is expecting and literally hoping I'd be, which is ridiculous, right? You know, isn't that ridiculous? Like, it's like we hope that the other person is also evil too, <laughs> or does evil too, you know, this way we feel better. What the fuck is that shit? Like that don't that wouldn't make me feel better. Like would would that make you feel better? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, you know. Uh you know, it's a uh, strange, strange dynamics, really. And uh the thing is that I think we don't pay respects to the, the sufferings of others. You know. Like why would I want her to go through suffering, you know, uh, more than she already is. I wouldn't, you know, but I mean, like, if I have to fucking, if I have to protect myself, like, I got to, but I've been taking the hits. I suppose I can take them a bit more. So this thing is, we all suffer in life. We all have crap that we deal with. I'm not too sure about the, like, uh, the narcissists, though, like, uh, which is a topic that's very intertwined with projection, you'll find, and um, excuses. Excuses to do evil and be evil. 
uh, to be honest, I don't really know if I've ever, I mean, there's been people sure that I've, you know, blamed were narcissists, you know, but like, I don't, you know, I don't believe actually that they ever were. If you actually look it up, it sounds pretty bad. And the people that uh, I've always known, like, or, you know, uh, have known, I mean, there's been times where they showed that they cared. I think that it's it's an interesting dynamic in the sense of uh, good versus evil, empath versus narcissist. Uh, in twin flame relationships, they talk about it a lot as, uh, you know, one generally being more of the empath and the other being generally more of the quote unquote narcissist, and um, which I don't believe is always true. In fact, I don't really know if I believe uh, many of the relationships that claim to be twin flames really are, but that's another topic. But... Um, well, we see that, actually, isn't this dynamic a little tiny bit true about relationships in general? Now, let's go easy on the titles themselves, but let's just picture the feelings and the uh, emotions. So let's get rid of the, the labels, because um, you don't want to have uh, that ideology. Generally... Any relationship, uh, the two could swap sides, right? You know, it's not about that. But we find that in every essence, whenever there's the dispute in any kind of relationship, it really comes down to that. Can you empathize? Because that would be more of light. Do you blame and make excuses to blame? That would be more dark. It's a funny one because you find that the act of trying to claim control becomes that evil. Because it hurts another person or damages another person, you know, and um, that shouldn't be, that shouldn't be a thing. But we live in a non-linear world and you can't exactly just uh, go through everything straight, you know, just walking straight. Sometimes there's walls and sometimes there's blockages and sometimes you got to walk around or climb over or dig, dig underneath or swim across a lake. And it's not always the prettiest thing. But if we can care And give that to others. At least a step, you know, a, a step or two. An act of grace. Providing grace. 
which believe me, I am fucking giving right now. Because <laughs> I got so much shit. I, I can hear the, the the ego try to try to battle me to say, you know, try to push me to say, I'm not, and I'm not going to name drop. And at least I, I, I reclaim some uh, some egotistical pride to satisfy my ego in the sense that I'm being the better person. So that satisfies that, which probably is just going to end up making, uh, you know, something coming around to make it even more harder for me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'll let you know, though. I hope not. Thank you for listening. The Mystic Man here. And if you didn't know, I also do astrology. And I mean real astrology. I don't mean your Sunday newspaper horoscope. Which, by the way, if you if you do read those, don't go by your sun sign. Go by your ascendant if you're reading the horoscopes. That's more accurate. And if you don't know what your ascending sign is, uh, get an astrology reading. You can comment below and leave your email. And I will contact you. Uh, 
I think I'll also leave a uh, a link after the show is done. I have to create these things, so it'll take a moment. Uh, but you'll be able to find it in this part of the episode. They go by chapters. And the reason why I think astrology is such an important thing is because they teach us to see from other perspectives. Hercules, in order to gain immortality, had to go through the 12 trials, if you remember that. And it's very elemental. From the first sign, Aries, to the last, Pisces, you can see a evolution happening. And I don't mean to say that any sign is inherently better than the other, because it is a cycle. And they all have oppositions that they are blind to understanding until they experience. But it's important to recognize that you are all these signs. And as your life is fulfilled, as in through the course of your life, not through, you know, uh, superficial fulfillments. Well, that you encompass the signs. And it's through that, that you're able to see depth. The depth would take two eyes, doesn't it? In order to see depth, you need the two eyes working together as one. You know, or you could try covering one eye and catching a baseball. It's not so easy. And it's ironic, too. Because the values of each sign are right for them to have. But they're also ironically wrong. And especially wrong to try to force on others. So it's only through the experience and empathy of each that you can truly gain the depth. And you are not just your sun sign. You're not. Where was your moon when you were born? Where was Jupiter when you were born? should see what sign that's under. Mercury. Pluto. Venus. These things matter. The entire chart matters. From the aspects, the formations, to the orb, to the, the degree in which house. And yeah, the houses do matter. That's why I, I I don't like to do readings unless I know exactly where the houses are. And to do that, you need the person's birth time. So if you don't know your birth time, you should get your birth certificate. Ask your parents. Try to find it out. Because the earth changes rotation uh, one degree every four minutes. And um, each degree does matter. Uh, you know, sure, you know, if it's off, uh, if you don't really know exact, uh, we could triangulate. I like to triangulate using Chiron, but um, but there's other ways too. 
And that's the whole reason why when we read our horoscopes, we're like, oh, that doesn't apply or that could apply to anybody. Because, yeah, they do write it like that, don't they? But in a real astrology reading, you could find out specifics. You know, even with the app. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. You know, you find out where your Mars is and, you know, oh, you look up uh, seventh house, Virgo, Mars. It's going to be spot on. It's going to be spot on. And you get a, a horoscope to that. Whew. You'd be amazed. Actually, the first astrology I got into was Vedic, which is Indian. And uh, basically, it's the, the real astrology. But, I mean, uh, you know, I, I don't, I, I shouldn't say real, because I do use the tropical system, the Western style nowadays. And uh, the thing is, is that I believe that they both have something that, that the other does not, you know. So it's good to use both, actually. And um, you ask a Vedic astrologer, and they'll probably say the same thing. That's generally how it goes. Uh, one of the teachers I had for astrology was uh, Swami Prem Sagara Padhyay. I think I can't remember how to pronounce it. I, um, I just call him Swami Prem. But he, he says it like that, and he's respectful of the Western style. Um, he does say that it's foolish in the sense that it doesn't give uh, remedies, which is true. In our Western style, we don't give remedies, which um, I, I try to give remedies, but I don't know them all like, like Vedic does, so... You know, I'm still a student, as we are all. But that's a huge thing, too, is that the humbleness to see that we're wrong becomes the clear sign of the capability to not be evil. Think about it. Evil and the pride, the whole egotistical manner, it needs to be right. It will not listen. And it will project and project and project. And um, do other evil shit in order to try to make things into its own projection. It's the hypocrisy. In the sense of human emotions, there's a clear way towards anything, towards, towards the truth, I mean, in anything. And you can always find the truth in this. It's that um, irony is the face of God. that middle ground that uh, that God claimed as heaven in the very beginning. Right? God separated the waters from above and the waters from below. And he called the middle ground the firmament and he called the firmament heaven. And straight on through, 
such was the Bible. I think it's a very elemental thing. Irony. So this why that's why these days, like if um, if I hear a person, I listen to their emotion. Not empathize. But I recognize that, you see, the true self, the true innocent child from within, the inner child, it just wants to love. It just wants to be loved. And there's certain dynamics about that. And only the uh, only the ego would ever want another person to suffer. Now, of course, the ego does go, and um, there's a blind thing to it, you know, because I mean, uh, some people put it into the perspective of uh, masculine and feminine energy right divine masculine divine feminine as the uh the uh, logical mind being the masculine and the feminine uh, the the um the artistic and emotional mind being the feminine in the sense that the masculine is only trying to protect the feminine but too controllingly <laughs> and i think that's true So it becomes a huge thing to allow the masculine within yourself to step down, to not have to attack, to not need to protect. Because what if there really isn't anything needed to protect? Because nothing would be harmed but the ego itself. And since the ego is a false self, It becomes irrelevant, you know. The thing can uh, wash away as quickly as it washed up on shore. Then it becomes something that's more like a bliss, a blessing towards others, and um, a gift really to the world because when it comes to negative and bad actions well those uh, perpetuate don't they you know uh, there was an off a song by the offspring that was something like that and I wish I could play the offspring on here and I, I don't have that kind of licenses <laughs> by the way all of my music is licensed or given um, permission to play by the artists, if uh, you did not know. Most of my music nowadays, actually, I get off of Envato. 
which is a somewhat, uh, it's not, I wouldn't say it's expensive. Because you, you get unlimited downloads, but but you can only really use the um, the licenses for the things for as long as you have a subscription. It's like 30 bucks. But still, they got a lot of cool stuff there. But yeah, no, um, yeah, it, um, I don't remember the that song from The Offspring, anyways. But yeah, it's basically like you know a, a thing goes down the line. You know, um, uh, it all it all just happens again, way down the line, right? You know that one, <laughs> and and um, it's sad too because. We could stop it. We could stop a thing from perpetuating. And it sucks trying to, you know, because then you kind of got to be the thing that, like, you know, you've got to be the thing that the thing hits, <laughs> like, full force, and you're just standing there like, okay, I'm going to get in the way of it. Blam! And you take the hit. But, I mean, you know, uh, hopefully I'll be fine. I think I'll be fine. I know. Uh, you know, I'm I'm saving the window open though. Okay, don't uh, you know? Don't 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 you know? Think I won't you know? Because I will you know I will I will I will be weak if I have to. And I'm saying if I have to, I don't have to. God, <sighs> see that's a hard thing. You know, <laughs> the more I I gain wisdom about these things, the more I see my own ability to give excuses and but that's a good thing to see because you do want to see that this way you could stop Ugh. yeah you know you gotta catch yourself in your hypocrisies otherwise you end up projecting and not even understanding that you're projecting you know which is a harsh thing i think it's the definition of evil to be you know to be honest um now i used to say it like this is that i don't believe in evil I think it's I think evil is really just another way of saying stupidity. I could be wrong though. I could be wrong. I don't fucking know. I just know that when I look at evil, like you look at an evil action, it's generally obtuse and um, narrow-minded. Right? You know, it's lacking perspective. It's lacking empathy. And since it's lacking empathy towards the victim, it's lacking understanding. And since it's lacking understanding, I mean, by default, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You know, um, I even I even got to say, <clears throat> excuse me. I even got to say, I don't know for sure because, like, I'm not trying to get some like crazy ass evil spirits all up on me. Like you said, what about me? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> don't haunt me. You know, and um, yeah, you know, I, I know that. Uh, I do believe in spirits, and I, I've seen my fair share, especially in Hawaii, actually. I think the places that you are in definitely matter. Like, there's some places that are just more spiritually inclined, and, um, I mean, to have, like, 
aberrations appear and such. And, um, and I'm sure it also depends on the person, too. Because you cannot really have a thing enter your realm of reality unless, you know, you're open to it existing. Because otherwise, by default, you know, you're, um, you're technically in denial of it, you know, more or less, it's a good way to put it, though, uh, the denial of it. It's like when Christopher Columbus came to America and uh, half of the Native Americans could not see the ships, you know, giant ships with huge white sails on them, you know, coming across the ocean, you know, and the people are all shouting on the ships, but they, they couldn't see it because their perception would not allow for it. Uh, same thing happened in Hawaii too, actually. Said uh, Most of the Hawaiians, they couldn't see the ships when Captain Cook came. And that's the thing about um, our realities, our denials too. I think that that could be a huge thing, too, that uh, evil relies on, the uh, ignorance, right? Because that would be the same dynamic as to where the innocent get punished, right? Whereas where the evil people would attack the innocent, in their pride and need to be right and not, you know, uh, allow for a possibility that, hey, maybe you fucked up. I think the best thing to do would be to ask them to pray. Ask them to pray about it. Yeah, yeah. Because when it's uh, uh, individual relationship and communication to God, well, then there's you know there's a there can be no pride there, right? You know, there's only the humbling of the self, and if not then you get humbled. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it works. You know, and um, I don't even think I want to blame anymore. I don't. anything I just hope she uh, sees the light I guess <sighs> you know I uh, I'm all saying I guess <laughs> no I do I, I, I hope she sees the light but there's also a part of me that is trying to argue like no you gotta publish this shit <laughs> No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. I could. I could. It's a huge, huge thing, I think, is that um, 
it's fucked up. You know, it's fucked up. Cause I didn't, I didn't talk shit at all against her. And I was the one with the shit to say, you know? And meanwhile, she's but hurt because I didn't put out on her sexual advances. And I'm the one, fuck, ah, fucking evil shit. Anyways, no, it's, see, this thing is, I'm not claiming she's evil. Because we're all balancing in between. And I'm going to have faith that she's going to stop listening to that evil side and start having faith herself. Because if she would have just had faith, well, then she would have never talked shit, right? You know? She only talked shit because she thought I was talking shit, which is kind of... It is what it is. I will, I will chill on, on it there. <laughs> it is what it is. Faith goes a long way. I, you know, see, that's, uh, you know, and, and punishment is a weird thing too. Because in me going about to punish her, that would basically be me trying to you know vindicate her actions and and make it so that way they were okay that makes no sense right because it's not okay at the same time how do we how does a person learn a lesson right because these things do you know they need to be like understood but I suppose, as my friend said, that's uh, that's for God to do. And so I will leave it at that. And I will just pray and have faith. Now, I'm no saint. And I never claimed to be. But I do understand these universal truths. And whether I fail them or not, that don't make them not true.
This is Sass, your host Sean, the Mystic Man here. Thank you for listening in. I hope you have a lovely night. Or if you're listening from France, I hope you're having a lovely day. I just found out that most of my listeners are from France. That is cool. That is super cool. Wow. <laughs> I wish I spoke French. I, I would I would say something cool in French right now, but I, I, I don't. I will try to learn some, though. I know, uh, j'aime vous, right? Um, and bonjour. That's, I, I probably was horrible in the accent, but. Well, I hope everybody has a good day or night. Much love.